future is now. So welcome everyone. I'm super excited to have a special guest with me today. His name's Brad from Zinc Agency. We've worked with Brad and his team for uh, at least over the last five years. We continue to work with them. Um, Brad and his team are highly creative, uh, highly dynamic, and have really been a key factor in our success. So I wanted to share that abundantly with all of our listeners and viewers. Brad, thank you for joining me today. Pleasure. Yeah, so please tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your agency and what sets you apart. I will. Uh, so we are Zinc Agency, as, as you said. Uh, you can find us at zinc.ca, Z-Y-N-C.ca. So that's our home on the internet. Uh, but we are a brand and digital agency. So we help organizations everywhere from not-for-profits to startups to large organizations either create their brand from scratch, rebrand, or do programs or campaigns that uh, drive their brand forward in their industry or, or in the general marketplace. So that's where we, we really focus. We don't specialize in any one industry because we really think that our um, information and our experience across all industries is what makes us stand out. So we're not looking for organizations that are looking to be the same in their industry. So, you know, we're an agency that's done 12 financial services organizations. So now we're going to help you. And um, mm -hmm. we have a program and a process for doing that. We look at it a little bit differently. If you want to stand out in your industry, come to us because we're going to look at other industries and other influencers who can help to um, take you and make you at the forefront of your industry. Yeah, and I think we've experienced and one of the reasons we chose to work with you was that multi-industry experience. Um, as a consulting firm, we too are multi-industry. And what that brings is this broad range of perspective that allows you to sort of, you know, borrow from industries and ideas and, and that synergy is, is there. So we definitely experienced that with you and I think it's an advantage. So let's get right into what everybody's like immersed yeah. in right now with this coronavirus pandemic. Um, how do you think it's affecting the brands and, and your clients right now? And, and what do you think, um, is it business or business as usual? Or, or where do you think, what do you think it means for us as a brand, as our business right now? Yeah, um, I think that the impact is huge. Probably one of the biggest impacts that's ever happened to business, I think. And it's the same with brand. Um, our view is that brand is a business asset. So even though we're all really focused on staying safe, staying home, uh, you know, trying to flatten the curve and, and really caring about our loved ones and, and but also feeling anxious about everything that's going on. At the same time, we have to be thinking about our businesses and, and how do we continue to either bring work in or do work for people and, and, and continue to have our businesses operate. So as we're doing that, we really have to look at brand as a tool. One of the key things about brand right now is that it can't be business as usual because the organizations that are doing business as usual, people are kind of looking at that and going, what are you doing? <laughs> are you not realizing what's going on here? Tone deaf. Um, tone deaf. Yeah. 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 It, it really comes across as tone deaf and, yeah. and not listening. And, and at the core of it all, brand is basically the promise that you give to your clients or customers mm -hmm. uh, and all of your stakeholders, really. And if that promise is just continues to go along that it's always been, which is you know, for example, if you're a restaurant right now and your promise is, well, we're going to continue to to deliver, you know, food the way we always have, people are like, what are you talking about? We can't come and sit down at your tables or, you know, so you have to be able to pivot and you have to be able to understand that the brand needs to change. And that includes your messaging, your promise, how you go to the marketplace and how you interact with all of your stakeholders. 
Yeah, yeah. And so um, what do you think the best thing we can do right now uh, for business? Like, you know, you know, we made the comment about tone deaf. So assuming that all of our listeners and viewers are not tone deaf and that they are very sensitive to the current reality and they are pivoting, what are some of the best practices, the best things we can be doing as a brand right now to not only have empathy for the collective reality that we're in, but have our businesses offer help and, and a beacon of light during this time and that is aligned with our brand? Yeah, absolutely. I think I would say there's three things that you need to do. The first one is listen. Listen to what your customers and clients need, mm -hmm. right? Listen to them if you can. And if, if you can't listen to them, listen to what's going on and, and, and figure out how do we best um, figure out how to go forward in all of this. The second thing you need to do is take a really hard, strong look at your business and say, where do we fit in this current environment? You know, a lot of emails went out about washing hands and social distancing from organizations that really shouldn't have been necessarily giving that information. And, and I think you have to ask yourself, you know, should we be talking right now or should we just be listening right now? So um, listening, uh, making sure that you understand where your brand fits in the overall element. And then the third one, and this is the most important one, Cheryl, be authentic. This is not the time for the hard sell. This is not the time for you to say, well, we're trying to have business as usual. We're trying to do the same things that we've been doing before. This is not the time for now. So many brands have a great voice and a great authenticity. Now is the time to use that to its full extent and, and really be uh, you know, look back at your mission, vision, values and say, okay, what are the core elements of our mission, vision, values? What is it that we're trying to deliver with our brand? What is the promise that we've made to our customers and clients? And then use that as the lens for where you go from here. And it's going to be different for every business. But, yeah. but really, that's what's going to help drive your brand now and prepare your brand for, for whatever comes next. Now, what I love about what you're saying is a couple of examples are coming to mind for me, like locally, Van City, um, they have now gone to 0% credit cards. Um, like they're taking leadership around, we know the current reality, and Van City is known to be a community-based credit union, so they're modeling that with their brand. Um, also, you see these uh, examples of um, you know alcohol producers now creating hand sanitizer, or um, you know in Canada, masks being created by Ford Motor Company. You know we're seeing um, to me those are examples of brands that are saying we don't want to we don't want anything from you right now. We actually want to help the situation. And I find myself when I see on LinkedIn the brands that are just selling their usual stuff, I actually feel repulsed and almost like it, it, it makes me feel bad because it's like I, right. I'm feeling this way right now. Um, yeah. And I love your comment about listening, that even with us at Next Mapping, even though we're a future of work consultancy and people look to me, um, mm -hmm. I've been listening for the last three weeks because I, I didn't want to, I just produced a video today that went out, but I didn't want to yeah. do that before really tuning into people's realities because it felt to me that it would be self-serving or not helpful if I did it any sooner than that. So that was just a personal feeling. Yeah. That's true. And, 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 you know, that's a really good point, Cheryl, is listen to your gut. Your gut will yeah. tell you what the yeah. right thing to do is. And, yeah. and if it feels wrong to you, it's probably going to feel wrong to others as well. Right. If it feels right to you, 
others will probably feel the same way too. You know, it, it's interesting because a Subaru, another brand, another example of a brand, yeah. Subaru had, I guess they had bought media for some television commercials. And instead of running their regular television commercials, they didn't talk about their cars at all. They simply used that pre-bought time. They created a commercial that said, thank you to all the healthcare workers. And I they ran that. that all of their spots. Yes. Now, their logo at the end, just to let you know that the brand was still there. But but it, it really said, you know what? Now is not the time to talk about us or our cars. Now is the time to talk about the people who are risking their lives every single day to help get us through this time. So, yeah. you know, really, really strong advantage for a brand to go out. You know, if, if uh, Canada Goose is making those ma- uh, masks in Canada as well. Yes, and, yes. you know, the distilleries are making that hand sanitizer. And, and it's interesting to be able to pivot like that and, and take your brand in a different direction and to be able to move that quickly. That's a huge opportunity. And, and the, I guess the resonance of what's, of what that's going to do is going to last well beyond um, you know, as we go through this period of time. And, and that's going to be key to really making sure that brands, that brands. Agree. I think we already answered the question, but let's go there anyway. What, like, what's the worst thing that brands, like what are some examples of brands that you, you know, if we want to dare mention them uh, that you're seeing where it's kind of like, eh, that's not quite hitting the mark. Like, or what's the worst things we could be doing right now? I think we touched on it, but, but I'd love to hear more from you around that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it, it comes to this idea of um, of intention. I don't think anyone has bad intentions. I think that some people are fighting for their businesses. Yeah, I think that some people are, you know, trying to keep their workforce together. I mean, there's a lot of good intention that's behind some of this, but they're just not getting the messaging right. I don't think anyone... I haven't seen too many examples where people are, where you're kind of looking at it going, oh, they should not be doing that. Right, but right. there are some things where it's just maybe not the right messaging. Like, and, and again, you know, I would say as, as a rule of thumb for, for your viewers and for the people who are listening, it's not so much doing the wrong thing. It's also about doing the thing that's maybe not quite needed right now. So not necessarily offering, you know, um, to, you know, we're business as usual and, and, you know, our employees are still coming to work and we're still, that's not what people want to hear right now. They don't want to hear that your employees are still coming to work. There are essential workers that are putting their, their, you know, health on the line to actually do jobs where we do need them to go to work. So, you know, if you're not an essential service, maybe don't, maybe don't talk about that. Uh, The other thing is, is really, you know, don't necessarily talk about, well, you can still buy from us at this time and we're going to do whatever. I mean, there are some car companies that are doing some great things, but then there's other car companies that are saying, well, we're going to push your payments out by three months. Okay, well, is three months going to be enough? And should I really be buying a car right now? So, I mean, it's, it's not wrong and I understand why they're doing it. And I, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but, but the idea is, is that, you know, maybe let's not talk about that right now. Let's talk about what we can be doing to either support uh, the supply chain heroes or the medical heroes that are really getting us through this right now. I mean, because food and health are the two most important things right now. Um, And I think that, you know, anything that we're doing to support those groups would be good for our brand to do if we can do that. So that, that would be a really good thing to do right now. I think that's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. the other part is, is like you said earlier, that, that idea of listening and, and, and just putting out messaging where your voice should be there, right? We don't need everybody and their brother talking about washing our hands, you know? We, we, 
we know that and there are people who should be telling us that and we should all be aware of that but we don't all need to well, it's like that sign guy. Do you follow the sign guy where he's like, stop posting yeah. your yoga videos and stop. Like, I love him because it's exactly what we're all really feeling. It's like, yeah. you know, yes, everybody's working from home. Like, again, it's that tone deaf. Like, we don't care if you're working out at home. We all are. You know, <laughs> It's like, like kind of sure. getting that, that sense of where people are at. So um, can you give any examples of, of clients that you work with that you're proud of the way they pivoted in, in this crisis or other crises? Or is there anybody coming to mind around that? Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, when this all happened, we did exactly what I'm advising you yes. know, listeners to do, yeah. which is take a look at what you can offer and, and, you know, only talk about those kinds of things. So we put a campaign together and our campaign message was, we're not doctors, but we want to help. Uh, and we, we kind of use different things. So we're not first responders, but we want to help. We're not nurses, but we want to help. We're not uh, store clerks, but we want to help. And so we put the word out and a client that we had worked in the, with in the past that does, um, you know, a whole bunch of medical kinds of things came to us and said, you know, we're trying to put together a hub where we can gather information on COVID and we'd really love your help uh, to do that. And so we offered our, our time and our services to help them do that. So we're in the midst of that right now and there'll be more information of it coming forward, but it's really about using our skill set to help them brand and put together a site that will become a hub to gather information that will lead in the fight against COVID-19. And, and, you know, if, if it goes on for as long as it goes on, you know, this will be there uh, to gather data and information that will help in the fight against it. So, so we kind of pivoted our business a little bit, but we're seeing uh, some of our other clients that are doing the same, you know, um, we work with the Canadian Olympic committee, team Canada. And, you know, for a long time, the, um, there was a question of whether the Olympics would be delayed and eventually they were, but, you know, team Canada is really trying to put messaging out there now that talks about uh, Canadian resiliency and talks about, you know, the fact that we're all in this together. And, and that's some really good messaging that we all need right now to help deal yes. with some of our anxiety. And, yeah. and so we see a lot of brands trying to do that pivot. And so use your channels, use your social channels, use your website if you can, use your influence to, to help people through this time, because that will resonate a lot as your brand goes forward. And yes, we have to keep our businesses as strong as we possibly can through this. There's still that part of it as well. But if you have a, a an ability to um, really take your business in a different direction, I mean, Cheryl, I, I'm going to share with uh, all the listeners, I mean, you offer amazing online courses and, and, and you know, you're they have always been part of your offering, but now you and I have been talking more about how can we take those online courses in a different place? Because now is the time where people are at home and, and you know, they need that kind of um, ability to improve their skill set, perhaps. Uh, so that's an area that, that you're able to kind of take it. And I think that a lot of businesses have those opportunities. It's about finding what those are and really listening to what people are looking for right now. Yeah, and I don't mind you sharing that example because as a future of work consultancy, we have multiple revenue streams and the online courses have been there and have been an offering to um, our clients, but we've not, um, as you said, as a brand, positioned them for 
uh, the general public to be able to access them and use them as valid resources and tools. And so we saw that as an opportunity. And again, not from an opportunistic way, but from a way of we've got these high value offerings. Let's spend some time in putting those in front of the right people where it might be helpful for them at this time. So um, then I'm fine with you using us as an example because we're happy customers and, and we're, yeah, we're, we're doing that. So um, how is branding going to ensure future success? Like how, like I know for us, I can speak to that for us. I mean, having that branding so solid right now, we're being asked a lot for uh, interviews on remote work. What's next? Like, it, I mean, our brand is next mapping. So um, we're very well positioned with branding and I can speak to the power of that. But why is it so important now at this time that people have that solid brand? It's important because really, you know, going back to something I said earlier, if your brand is your promise, um, because some people will look at it and they'll say, oh, yeah, well, it's the logo, it's the name, it's all of these things. And yes, it is all of those things. But ultimately, it's your promise and your reputation out in the marketplace. And so, you know, as human beings, you know, you hear those quotes all the time is we don't learn when things are going well, we learn when the chips are down. And this is a real opportunity for brands to learn about where they might want to go next. You know, there's we're in a, uh, a period right now where we have the opportunity to reflect. Those of us who aren't on the front lines, I mean, the people on the front lines are kind of fighting for us. But those of us who, who do have that opportunity to kind of reflect, we can look at our brands and say, okay, have we been doing everything that we could be doing? Have we been going in the right direction or were we kind of caught up in the stream of where the business was going? This gives us the opportunity to kind of step back for a moment, look at our business, look at our direction and decide, you know, if the world is going to change slightly as we move forward, like for example, we are going to be way more online after this than we ever were in the past. Yeah. And the reason is because we were kind of forced into this situation where we had to kind of take everything online. You know, we just recently did uh, our podcast, um, Everything is Brand, it's called, on Spotify and Apple and everything. But we recently did a podcast where we said, is your brand online enough? Because the truth is, is that up until now, you could kind of dip your toe in the water of being online and, and, and making sure that your brand was online. But after this, it is going to be required. And, and if you are not, and it's not just about having a website and social channels. I mean, yes, those are kind of the bare minimum. But the other part is, how are you interacting with your customers online? Yes. How are you enabling your employees online? How are you delivering the brand experience online? These are the real important questions that you need to be asking yourself right now and taking this opportunity to reflect on that and make sure that you're ready for, you know, when we come out of this pandemic situation. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just made me think of something when you were saying about, you know, listening and all of that. I'm just referring back to the previous of the conversation. And we recently in our weekly newsletter just sent out a poll to listen even more. And the poll is that the survey is actually called How Are You Feeling About the Future? So it's, it's actually an emotional question about how are you feeling about the future? And we've set it up so that people can get real-time results and see what other people are responding. So um, that's not something we did before. But after having our conversation with you, we went, you know what? We want to show that we're listening. And online, people want to interact. That's, that's, and, I, and when I keynote on stage, I'm asking people to text message me and interact. This is a way I can interact online even more than I already have. I've been dipping my toe there, but now it's like, no, no, I want to listen even more. And I want to hear it all, the good, the bad, the ugly, so that we can really, with our brand, match up 
how to help because that's really why any of us have our businesses is we want to ultimately make a difference. That's why we, you know, that's our mission, vision, and values. So uh, two more questions and then, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll call it quits. Uh, the, the next one is like, what are the trends in branding that you're seeing? And, you know, people always want to know, like, what's, what are the trends? Like, is it mobile website? Is it, um, should I be on LinkedIn? Should I be on LinkedIn live? Like, what are some of your thoughts about the, the branding trends? So the answer is yes, 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 and yes. <laughs> um, and the reason for that is like, in a good example of, of how you can kind of look at the trends in branding, you could easily look at the entertainment industry as an example. Yes. Um, there is so much diversification across channels now that there's no one way to reach people. You know, they you can't do it with a movie or a TV show and you definitely can't do it with your brand. So it's really about knowing who your audience is and, and where they live. And, you know, before where they might have lived in a singular place, now they might live across a whole bunch of different areas. You know, brands are even looking at TikTok. I, I, Cheryl, I'm sure you're familiar with TikTok. I'm on TikTok. I haven't done a video yet, but I'm on it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It? yeah. But, but, but the reality is, is that, you know, brands have to really see what's going on in, in kind of the zeitgeist and figure out, okay, how do we come to that party or that? that area. Um, and it's across a whole bunch of different things that before, you, you know, you could put a, um, an article in a newspaper or a, a, a commercial on television that just doesn't work anymore. So the trend is really more about being as diversified, as diversified as possible, really making sure that you're exploring all the channels where your audience lives and, and what channels are important to them. Yeah. Um, again, it goes back to the listening. I'm going to keep saying listening over and over and over again, because, you know, one of the great things that social media gives us is the opportunity to listen to our audiences in a way that we never yeah. were able to before. Right. And so, you know, stop worrying about what you're posting and worry more about the comments that people are making. Yes. Um, you know, Obviously, the posts have to be strong and on brand and, and, and reasonable, but then look at the comments, look at the feedback, understand what the expectation is, because that will give you a ton of information of where to go next. And, and it really becomes this opportunity to um, understand your brand from the eyes of your customer. And that's that's probably the biggest trend is stop worrying about how you only want to be positioned and worry a little bit more about what expectations your customers have for you and how you're going to meet those expectations. Yeah, I think what what the shift is, I think what, what another sort of what we're going to see in hindsight post-pandemic is that this situation has forced us to listen more, more closely, but also to be more em empathetic, to be more compassionate, to see things from a very wide range of perspectives. Uh, because what you're saying really isn't a trend. That's been a branding credo for, right? I, I mean, but I think what's happening is for brands that have gotten away with telling people who they are, that's not going to be successful in the future. You need to be interacting with people. And, and, you know, one thing I love, Gwyneth Paltrow with Goop, right? She doesn't care what people think. And, uh, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that she's true to her brand. Right. And because she's true to her brand and because she listens and she's tuning into the zeitgeist, and some people would say she's tone deaf, but we won't go there on this. But you know, <laughs> I, you know, I would say that what she has done well in observing her brand is she's true to her brand. 
So right. in, in that way, she, you know, others would say she's tone deaf to the people that have less than her and all of that. And I don't disagree with that. But but I, I just that came to my mind as an example. Any final thoughts on branding in the future? And, and how do you feel? I'll ask you my survey question. Do you feel optimistic about the future and why? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I think that I think we always have to feel optimistic that optimistic about the future because if we don't we're not going to build the future that that is going to come if we don't have an optimistic view of the future and it, and we're pessimistic about it the future will become more pessimistic than optimistic because yeah, we, we create, create we create it right? yeah, right. so, so that's an important part of, of how we have to deal with it as we go forward so yes i am 100 percent optimistic about what's coming next i think that what i want to do myself is i want to recognize the anxiety I have during this period because it is a very anxious yes. time for all of us. But I also want to, you know, take a look at what my brain says is going to come next and, and, and really tap into this idea that, you know, we can come out of this. And if, if and when we do come out of this pandemic, um, we need to be ready. And we need to understand where we want to take our businesses and our brands from here. Okay. So, you know, this real opportunity right now is to just really reflect and, and understand all of the things that are going to drive us in the future, all of the things that are going to help us in the future. Talk to other people, you know, whether it's your peers, whether it's your family, whether it's, you know, uh, business uh, associates, understand what their hopes, fears and dreams are for the future so that you can then interpret that for your brand and understand how you want to position yourself coming out of this. There is a real opportunity here for organizations to rethink where they've been because it's not going to be business as usual. We are going to have to adapt. And, and all of that information exists in our conversations with each other. So even though we have to physically distance, we don't need to socially distance and we don't need to business distance. We can still talk to each other and understand how we can help each other out. And that will help us drive to where brand can take us because the next iteration of our business is going to be in a bit of a different world than it was last time. And we have to make sure that the brand is ready for that. Agreed completely. And, and, you know, when you say anxiety, acknowledging the range of emotions, I just did a video about this today on and posted it on YouTube around um, we're all wobbly right now. So even I'm, I'm, a, I'm a natural optimist. I find myself in the range of sad, anxious, um, nervous. Uh, and then I and then I find myself getting excited. So there's this big range of emotion that we have to acknowledge in each other. But I also find that. Uh, in the video, I talked about the reason we're anxious about the future is because it's really down to trust. Do we yes. trust ourselves? Now, if we have a solid brand, I trust the brand. I trust myself. I trust that I have a, the skills, the, the flexibility, the agility to handle whatever comes my way. But I also trust the future. And by trusting the future, that means we have faith that we are doing the right things. And so I think in this time, you can either have inertia because of the anxiety or as you're saying throughout the entire interview, use this time to listen, reflect, but that doesn't mean you're not also planning. So oh, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, 100% planning. Yeah. 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 So when have we had, yeah, when have we had this time before? It, it's interesting. I, I read this great post on Twitter probably about a week ago, um, and it said, it was very simple, but it said, um, turns out, that I wasn't doing those things because I didn't have time. Do you know right? how many clients I've talked to 
that have said, oh my gosh, I was burned out. Yeah. Or, oh my gosh, I was going way too fast. Or, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that my kid had ADHD. Like, honestly, the number of things I'm hearing from people, it, yeah. it, it kind of goes, wow, this was a, a global timeout. Right. That's causing all of us to reflect, think about not just our work and our brand, but our lives, how we show up. It's very powerful. I, I, I think it's a, a socially important time. And I think post-pandemic, we're going to be a, a, a very different society. I really do. So. And, and to kind of bring it full circle, brands have to be ready for that. Those are yeah. going to be your new yes. customers and your new clients. And, yes. and, and the expectations of what people will want from here are, are yes. really important to that. So be ready for that and understand that that's the world that you're taking your brand into after this. Agreed. Well, very, very, uh, I always enjoy talking to you, Brad, but very insightful. I think very helpful for our listeners and viewers. Thanks so much. And um, for the listeners and viewers, if you want more information, go to zinc.ca, uh, Z-Y yep. or Z-Y-N-C. Z-Y-N-C. Dot C-A. And yeah, find more out. Brad, you're on all the social channels as well. Zinc is on NC. Under Zinc Agency. Yeah. If you Google Zinc Agency, you'll find us everywhere. Wonderful. Thanks so much for your time, Brad. Thank you, Cheryl. The future is now